we can divide the Old Testament story into five sections. There's the patriarchs who come before the Exodus. There's the wilderness under Moses and entry into the promised land under Joshua. Then third, there's the kings. Then there's the exile. Finally, there's the period after the return from exile. So in this five-fold shape, the kings occupy the central chapter. From the first, Israel was ambivalent about kings. Samuel warned the people that the king could come between them and God as much as be a representative of God. But he nonetheless went ahead and anointed Saul, the first king, anyway. David and Solomon, the second and third kings, represent the high watermark of Israel's flourishing, during which Jerusalem was founded, the temple was built and other nations sat up and took notice. After Solomon's death, the kingdom was split. The ten northern tribes, rather confusingly collectively known as Israel, were separated from the two southern tribes known as Judah. The northern kingdom was destroyed by the Assyrians around 722 BC, while the southern kingdom was overrun around 585 BC by the Babylonians, the event that marks the start of the exile. Here's part of Mendelssohn's Elijah.
piece we've just heard is from an oratorio about Elijah, the greatest of the prophets. Elijah operated in the northern kingdom under the wayward king Ahab and his wife Jezebel. The stories of the kings were mostly written down during the exile, and the writers are mostly concerned to trace what went wrong in Israel's relationship with God that caused the covenant to be breached and God's protection to be withdrawn. The succession of prophets from Samuel onwards are constantly calling the kings and society as a whole to return to the ways of the covenant God made with Moses, and their constant dire warnings constitute the background against which the exile finally came about. The three principal offices during this period were prophet, priest and king. And these three roles each had the duty to keep the people faithful to the covenant. The descriptions in the books of Samuel Kings and Chronicles largely portray prophets struggling valiantly to keep the people faithful despite the shortcomings of kings and priests. The battle was lost and the prophet Jeremiah laments the fall of Jerusalem in this piece by Thomas Tallis.
For much of church history, Christians look to the Old Testament for inspiration as much as the New. It's only in the modern period that Christians have struggled with the bloodthirstiness of some passages, the advanced age of some of the patriarchs, and the remoteness of much of the narrative. The English and later British monarchy identified strongly with the kings of Israel, and G.F. Handel composed Zadok the priest for the coronation of King George II in 1727. It's been sung at every coronation since. The anthem simply takes a verse from the first book of Kings that describes the coronation of King Solomon. It was Solomon who built the temple, and it would be fair to say that his reign includes many elements to which the monarchs of Britain aspired, and in some ways still do.